Rebuilding, Chapter 20 Theodore Arrives Draco hesitated at the entrance to the common room, then pushed open the door and waited for Hermione to pass through it. Once in the hall, he took her hand and braced himself against imagined stairs and catcalls as they headed to dinner. An afternoon of kissing had passed more quickly than time spent sorting books, and he felt like they'd been in a lull, a precious lull, certainly, but one sure to end. It wasn't the staff in the dining room who would end it, however. If they noted the pair holding hands at all, it was with tired indifference. Everyone staying at the castle spent their days struggling to rebuild a school in too little time, and the relationship of the two not-quite-students wasn't interesting enough to elicit comment. Even McGonagall merrily blinked and then poured herself another glass of wine before returning to her discussion with Flitwick on the remaining fall staffing issues. Draco and Hermione ate the day's offering and cleared their plate and were discussing whether it was a good night for stargazing when they entered the slithering common room to find a lanky boy sitting in one of the couches with his feet up on an ottoman he dragged over from a corner. Draco dropped Hermione's hand out of shock at seeing anyone in what he'd come to think of as their space, a move she clearly misinterpreted because she looked from the boy on the couch to him and back again, and then said, I think I'll go read. Granger, the boy said with a polite nod, the headmistress said you were staying here as well. She didn't mention you were coming, not, Draco said. If Draco had had a tail, it would have been fluffed. If he had had feathers, they would have been ruffled. As it was, lacking either of those things, his posturing was far more subtle, but still unmistakable, at least to Theodore. No? Theodore not painted a look of polite surprise on his face. Why are you here? Draco asked dropping onto the facing couch even as Hermione excused herself and walked down the hall to her room. Theodore Knott watched her leave, his eyes on her, until she disappeared into her room. Draco noted that the other Slytherin had positioned himself perfectly to watch the girl's corridor. Not Manor is too big and too empty, Theodore said once he heard the quiet click of Hermione Granger's door closing. I was beginning to lose my mind. Draco nodded. The gesture was stiff because he was angry, but he made it because he understood. I didn't expect to see that. Theodore nodded his head toward where Hermione had been. Slumming? Shut up, asshole, Draco said, his hands curling into impotent fists. They both knew he'd never hit Theodore. Still, the vehemence of his response made Theodore's lips curve up in a small smile. I mean it. Draco muttered at the sight of that grin. Theodore held his hands up in the universal gesture of surrender before asking, Is that something you plan to continue with once the proper school year starts? If she'll let me, Draco said. She seems to think I won't have the nerve to face down the social opposition. Smart girl, Theodore said. Fuck you. Don't make offers you have no intention of following up on, Theodore said. I am well aware you like girls. It's one of the great tragedies of my life, he smirked, that, along with the dearth of other options here at heterosexual Hogwarts, restricts me to the life of celibacy that, alas, I know so well. You are no more interested in me than you are in her, Draco snorted. 
I think he once said, if I were the last man on earth, you'd reconsider women? You are somewhat prone to dramatics, Theo said, and too thin. You've heard the truism of the pot and the kettle, I assume, Draco said. Theo leaned forward and said, I've missed you, you pale asshole. You okay? Draco slouched in his seat and shrugged. I'm here sorting books rather than letting my mother follow me from room to room and ask if I've got ague or scurvy or whatever she dredged up to explain why I might be less than perky instead of the actual cause of alternating rage and depression. So I'm ducky. He flicked his eyes toward Hermione's door. Or I was. Theodore shrugged. I'll apologize to her. You'll snug her in front of me and I won't gasp in horror that you're stalling yourself with a woman. It'll be fine. How about you? Theodore shrugged again, but said, I brought whiskey. Want some? 